Yo, 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 what do you do? It's RB22. It's Harry and San Antone. Harry and San Antone. And we got Sam joining the team from Houston. Welcome, Sam, bro. I appreciate, you know, all the work you've already been putting in. You know, you've kind of been undercover lately, the past few weeks. But finally, we can introduce you. It's just, uh, I guess, uh, a bot or something. <laughs> but welcome, <laughs> Sam. Yeah, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. You excited to cover Houston, Texas Ring of Fire? Yeah, I'm ready, bro. Man, we're excited, dude. Nobody's Finally. excited about covering Houston. We know that. You don't have to lie. No, I'm actually excited. It's not like past <laughs> years, bro. Yeah. We got stuff lot, going on. A lot yeah, of good he's... stuff has been going on in Houston. They have been making the right moves. It seems like Pat Onstad is serious about what he wants to do, right? They've been spending some cash, even for coaches. Yeah. What? What? How do you feel with your past experience with with uh, Houston Dynamo, their moves, you know, and what they've been doing now? Well, compared to what we, of course, yeah, the Matt Jordan era, whatever you want to call that, whatever that. I just, I'm just gonna watch film on one player and then choose one player and then just go for it and pay. Uh, this Honduran dude, whatever I'm gonna pay this random dude, whatever, just bringing, it's just he's bringing whoever, and I think now you're actually switching to on stats who actually has some philosophy or something. He's not just trying to, he's not just trying to flip and get a profit on players. He's actually trying to make a profitable market, and I think that also says something about the ownership. It's like we had Brenner before this, and Brenner wasn't putting this money and Brenner Brenner was trying to be cheap and so and he didn't really wanna wanna go and then you got Siegel who's coming in and saying all oh, this how he doesn't want to just have Houston be good but he wants to put Houston on the map and I I'm just excited bro compared to what we've been doing the last couple of seasons it's a it's a big step. Achi was a huge step in the right direction. I think now all we're waiting for is those next couple pieces that can push us above the playoff line and help us compete. Oh, for sure. I'm excited, man. Texas is going to get interesting. We got Harry with the star now. You know, we got uh, Houston that's making moves. Dallas, man, they've been quiet since 96. You know, they, they're still quiet. <laughs> Sunshine, bro, nowhere to be found still. Man, cut. Hey, well, that's, that's, that's a different discussion, but – you uh, say that, wanna... but I think if you were to rank the Texas teams right now, I think most Don't would have give Dallas me no higher. Head. All right, bro. All right. Sleeping still. All right. Hey, what is that? Keep doubting this. <laughs> Keep doubting this. That you, you remember that goal? Dude, uh, you, you, you've got Sam? your son you've got your what Sunday league, you know, center back coming in. You know, uh you know, Houston fleeced you with uh, some what Right back, left back, you know, along those lines yeah. here. You uh -huh. know, gave up five hundred. You know, I, I hope you're not calling Bison in a, a Sunday League center back, but <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. I I just want to remind everybody. Uh, 
if you're listening to us uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we are on YouTube now, so you can watch us uh, while we go live. We do go live pre- pretty late. Harry, he's a pretty busy man, so you know we gotta we gotta not me. wait for him. I'm the old person here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, me man. I my my kiddos, dude. I I got you know I got three of them, so I got my baby girl. She's what four months now, so she man, she's she's handful, but she's she's growing and. I, I got to try and find fit time, you know, for the show. But hey, we're doing it right. So uh, we also, I want to remind everybody, I did interview CJ Fodre. He was our super draft pick for uh, Austin FC. He was 18 year old super draft pick for uh, the only freshman that was in the super draft, and we actually got a good turnout on that. It was it was really fun to do that with him. So appreciate you, CJ, checking us out. And uh, he, we're still waiting to go get some tacos. He did travel with the team, so we'll, we'll get into that. But uh, Happy New Year's, too, to everybody. Uh, happy New Year's to the team, to everybody who listens to us. Hope, you know, uh, you got some prosperous things going on this year. You got any New Year's resolutions, Harry? To get another star and to beat Austin? Is there any? Is there anything else? I mean, yeah. Be ambitious as, as possible, right? Sam, you got you got any uh, New Year's resolutions? Not to get a wooden spoon. We'll go with we'll go with uh, getting above the playoff line. We'll go with that one. Yeah, there you go. All right, man. So, What's uh, yours? Sam, What's mine, yours? Uh, mine. Uh, you know, it, it's to I guess try to be more consistent with this text ring of fire, man. You know, try to really build this thing and make it grow as big as I think it can be with the USO and everything, bro. So yeah, but first you got to find an RGV fan. RGV. We need RGV in El Paso. So we, uh, <laughs> Sam, Dallas. Sam checked us out and re- reached out. He was like, ARB, you, you know, you need, you need a guy, bro. I was like, shit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so here's Sam, bro. So, you know, it's not that hard. El Paso and Rio Grande and, I know maybe a few of you guys listen to us. You know, uh, what's it? Eighth Notch out there in El Paso and then Rio Grande. They got the Stampede down in uh, RGV. Yeah, in RGV. So, you know, reach out. Reach out to Harry, you know, whoever you're more comfortable with. But, Sam, take us into some Houston news. You know, let's get get rolling. Uh, We we got a lot of stuff going on in Houston. It's exciting. The fans are excited. It, It seems, it seems like very optimistic right now. So, uh, take us into it, bro. Yeah, so I'll go over real quick. Like, I'll do a quick overview of everything that happened, like, uh, in October, November, December. I'll skip through that shit real quick so everything can get on topic. Uh, we we signed Olsen. Everyone thought that was underwhelming hire. Like, it just it just people expected those names to not, like, Bielsa and Tata, and I think people are just expecting more. And then for the first move, we signed this the most random dude I can name. The um, I think he he's Nigerian. He's a Nigerian, uh, left wing named Machada, and it's just a questionable, questionable move. He takes up an international slot, and I don't know if he's even gonna start. And then now we start diving straight into draft picks. We didn't pick anyone up directly, but we got a. I think I got we we got like something like. Three hundred fifty thousand dollars in gam, and we traded that one spot to y'all. So yeah, y'all that's how we CJ picked up CJ. Yeah, that's how we picked up CJ. Thanks yeah, to I, you guys. 
So thank you. I don't know. I felt like y'all gave us some more money on that Lungvis deal than that we needed, but maybe that was part of it. Hey, so that, his name is Lunkvist. Yeah, Lunkvist. Yeah, like I think it's Lunkvist. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just call him Lundy. Lundy. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're gonna start calling him over here. I think. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah, and then we start diving into those free agent signings, and the first one that comes out is that left back Brad Smith and uh, Glenn Davis actually interviewed uh, Pat today. And he was talking about how they're excited to have him as a left back, but how they're saying that he's probably not going to be ready um, for the offseason, so they're probably going to have to bring in someone. He said he doesn't know exactly. You there? I lost you. Do you can you hear him, Harry? No. Nah. I think that's one of the most exciting pickups. Yeah. He's been, apparently he's been watching them since around when he was with Columbus. Apparently. Who, Archer, of, right? This is Archer you're talking about, right? No, nah, not Franco. I haven't talked about oh, Archer Franco. Yet. Okay, because hey, we lost you for a second there. So I didn't hear what player. Oh, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I, I got you. Okay, so Franco? Yeah, yeah. So we signed Franco, you know, that, that dude where, like, for a second, they're saying he was going to go for to Austin. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know how rumors go. Uh, they, they talking about Reyes going to Olympia, and supposedly never. But yeah, uh, the the guy with the hair, right? The curly hair. Yeah, yeah. We got the best hair in the league, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've seen a few of your your supporters with some some bad hair. <laughs> all, right, all right, we'll move on. We'll move on. Nah, no, I, I don't mind. Uh, and then we so yeah, we signed Ivan Franco. Apparently, he's been on his radar for a while. Yeah, apparently, it's a $3.3 million transfer. So, nothing too nothing too exciting, nothing. But I think it's a good little signing uh, for a loan to buy. I think they said he would qualify as a DP. And then we signed Arthur. I think someone came out and said that Arthur was one of Ben Olsen's guys, one, someone that both on Saturday, Nelson had looked at and said, we want this to happen. Uh, and then we go straight into Asher dropping some big stuff, who's our technical director. Mm -hmm. He started dropping some stuff about how more stuff to come. We're bringing in some more winners. Right after that, they came out with the news of Franco Escobar, who's won, I think it was two MLS Cups. And I think that was one. I think that's probably our best addition so far. Uh, just proven right back. I think that's the first good depth that we have. We've got like uh, action that's actually gonna start. I don't even know about Arthur starting. Uh, and then who do you think is gonna start in the midfield? You know, I would just told you Coco, Achache, and uh, what's his name? Well, those are those are givens, right? Those, those two yeah. are, are. Yeah, it's gonna be Coco Achache, but then he starts coming in with. Bossy and all these players that are coming out that were signing, and that's where it started getting confusing. So it's gonna be interesting how it all plays out. I would have told you Vera would have started because I'm a fan of Vera, but he's gone now. So I think you have to go with Arthur, or at least maybe maybe you give someone like Castilla or Rain. Rain's a shot, but we'll see. Oh, 
See, and then it comes out that we're signing, uh, I think his name's Amina Basi on the Max Tam deal. Uh, apparently, it's a verbal agreement has been reached. Everything's been done. Uh, See, so yeah, I think he came out and basically said that tonight that supposedly for signing this player, he really likes how this player is. He knows about him. Uh, he really likes his, this player's style. So I, I've seen his highlights. It looks like a good pickup. I'm happy with it. Uh, and then the most, like, the bigger news coming out that's been coming on the past couple of days is us and Diego Linus. Hmm. So apparently last... How possible is that? How po I mean, it's possible, right? But uh, I saw reports of people... Uh, saying that two million for him, and yeah, yeah, that's so, a DP spot. Yeah, so apparently last year we had a deal. He was supposed to come with Achachi, but Real Betis mm. uh, pulled out last minute, and then he and then we were trying gonna try to get him now, but they were asking seven point five million dollars, and he wants two mil per year. That's too much. Yes, yeah, too much. That would, I think they said that would put him as DP slot, even if you put all all of our gam and tam towards him. And out, it's just it's just gonna be like, why are you spending that much money for a player that's fifty fifty? Uh, and so, uh, what's his name come out? Uh, Pat Onstad came out tonight on the show and basically said, nah, we're not getting him. It'd be with, he doesn't uh, like Glenn Davis. The show with Glenn Davis. Yeah, he came out and basically said, nah, it's not happening. Okay. So, so it's 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 not so Diego Linus to Houston is not gonna happen then. Yeah, it looks like he's gonna go to Tigres because Tigres is willing to pay all that. Yeah, I mean, any Mexican Mexican team is has the money. They they'll pay like I've said before. They'll pay that money to sit that guy on the bench. Well, yeah, it's not just that, but they're saying that he he wants to come back to league. Um, if he wants to stay in Spain, but. If he gets the option, he wants to stay in. He would rather go back to Liga MX. Why not be, you know, in Mexico, way more comfortable. Yeah, and then, and then, lastly, the the last news that came out of Houston again from the show last night was that uh, he basically said we're close to signing a center back that was with Dynamo Two last year. I think it was reported that was like a five hundred thousand dollar um buyouts clause and I think they're gonna trigger that so I think it's a good center back depth. We need center back depth but we'll see how that plays out. And you guys losing uh Adam Lunkovist, right? Because he he's a left back. He uh actually transferred to Houston to I mean to Austin. We're for three hundred K and uh two hundred twenty three GAM and for two hundred K and GAM for two two uh twenty twenty four. Yeah. Uh, 12 assists. I just want to break them down, you know, kind of bring in a little Austin FC into this. Uh, 12 assists over five seasons prior. Uh, he spent four seasons at the IFLsburg. Tell me, what, what are we getting with uh, Adam Lunkovist in that position? I mean, is is he going to be a starter for us, or what do you think? So, I don't really, I don't really watch Austin FC that much, but I think the main thing I've been seeing is – I've been seeing that people are saying that Gallagher will start over him, but I've also been seeing seeing a lot of people saying that he's gonna take over for Lima on the right. So yeah, I, I'm gonna say this: if he 
if he starts playing well in those preseason matches, if he performs in those preseason matches, I think he has a chance at starting over Gallagher. If Gallagher does move to the right or if he does overtake Lima, if he doesn't overtake Gallagher and Gallagher doesn't move, I think it's going to be he's going to be fighting for a slot. Because don't you don't you guys got like another player there, another left back? We have, uh, yeah, we have Komenich also. And he's our uh, U22. He's U22? I thought he was older, bro. Komenich is U22. All right. And Gallagher is, uh, he's a converted left back. All right. Yeah, so I think, I think it all depends. I don't know how really, how really Austin FC has their game style, but depending on how it fits in, if you guys, if the game plan is, we just need him to cross in the box. He'll do exactly what you need. Most of his assists are just from crosses, especially uh, last year and this year especially. Uh, he helped us win that Open Cup. He had, like, uh, like a really good cross, bro. And that would help. That scored the first goal for us in the U.S. Open Cup. So I think if he can prove himself in preseason, I think he'll get a start. All right, well. Well, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I personally, you know, I, I don't, I don't think so. I, like, I, I tweeted this. I almost got into a fight, uh, saying that <laughs> that Gallagher was gonna be a starter over Lunkovis. But hey, you know, that's my opinion. I stick to it. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not even gonna get a, get into the story because I don't <laughs> think that it's appropriate. But it's um, not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. So. Uh, Houston, um, Pat Onstad, you know, he, he's, he's doing well. Uh, he's, he secured a deal for you guys, right? Uh, the shell. Yeah. So I, honestly, I think that's more, more of, uh, our president and Dash president, Jessica O'Neill. She be, she got brought in by Ted Siegel. She's been doing a lot of work over there. And I think this is a lot of part in Ted Siegel. So apparently it's going to be $5 million per year, and it's going to be a multi-year deal. I think someone reported it's going to be around 10 years. If it's around 10 years, that's what, $50 million? So if you're getting $50 million in revenue, let's say you allocate 30% of that back into transfer money, that's that's around like you're getting around like $10 million for transfer money or some shit like that. And if you're using that, that's covering Achiacha's salary. And so if you're already covering Achiacha's salary, I think that opens up a lot. I think that was what a lot of people were looking at. This brings in money. This this was bringing in money that we that was that we didn't have. We've had all this money coming from club revenue and coming from Ted Siegel, but it's all only been coming from Ted Siegel on the ownership side. On the ownership side and like I don't think James Harden is putting in a million dollars to help out with uh, Achacha to pay him. So I think the big deal was getting some some other source of revenue to come into the club. I dig it. Yeah, I mean, like you say, you got to not only Achacha, but that this is to bring in other players, you know, and be able to actually get players, star players comfortably knowing that their salary is going to get covered. And all that, you know, and they're going to come in willingly because, I mean, a stadium downtown, you know, I don't know. To me, Houston 
is not that appealing, but neither is Austin. If you're coming from Europe, you know what I mean? Versus your Miami, versus your Los Angeles, versus your New York City, you know, who who's really hears about Houston or or Austin, you know, so uh, yeah, but you, I think it's I think I think yeah, it's important that 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 deal puts our name on the map. But I think you can also say is, yeah, people want to go to LA, people want to go to Miami, but when that's realistically not an option, what are those second? What are those second cities they're gonna look at? Maybe they don't look at those. Maybe they don't look at those second cities. Maybe they think it's LA or nothing. It's Miami or nothing. But I think it's a big deal if you can. Put an attraction saying, "Hey, we'll give you a good deal." If it's like it's like with Ronaldo and SKC, it's how I see it. It's like if Ronaldo had an offer to go to LA, I think he would have weighed that more than an offer to go to Sporting KC. But Sporting KC still offered him that big deal. Said, "Look, you'll be one of the biggest players in this city." And so I think that's one of the big attractions that it brings. Is like, Acha Chip. Was like Ronaldo. Man. Ronaldo would have been the biggest player at any club he came in. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I'm you talking know? about like it, in any club's history. You can you can say at Real Madrid, you can say, oh, maybe blank player has had a lot of influence there. Maybe blank player. So I think the argument is that he'll be that everlasting player. It's like if you bring in a big player, I think one one of those things you can guarantee now is this will be our big player for like years to come, especially in the MLS. Yeah. It's interesting, man. I mean, Houston got some big things coming. Uh, you know, I, I would be excited, too, if it's been like the way it has been. Uh, I'm new to the MLS. Not new. I mean, now I, new in a sense compared to other people, right? But Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the, the true history, or I didn't see, you know, Houston's downfall pretty much from them winning trophies to them not winning trophies anymore, and then them not being able to fill the stadium, uh, you know, and it's just been like that for a while now. So I'm excited to see it grow. Dallas is growing. Uh, we, we don't got Dallas uh, here to, to weigh in on this, but uh, I'm excited, man. It, you know, and, and Austin, I feel like Austin's energy and what they have done the past two years has really – I guess, you know, opened up everyone's eyes and, and been like, you know, like Dallas is like, hey, you know, we, we started this. We were we were the first ones, and this is the way it used to be here. And then in Houston, you know, they've done the same thing. They've had two championship years, so they've lived what, you know, we're living at Q2 right now. They've, they've lived it, you know, and, they're, yeah. they're, they're, you know, they're remembering it. So it's just all just kind of making it circle back around to where we're able to, finally hopefully be one of the best states in the, in the nation for soccer you know when it comes to mls you know so i i hope that texas can be a strong strong state in in this sport that's what i'm hoping i gotta for, give man. i think i think the only thing i gotta wait two years before i say austin fc got a got a genuine crowd because i feel you still got it that a that hype you know what i'm saying that's fine yeah that's fine we'll we'll uh We'll continue to show everyone of the whole league, you know, we'll, we'll keep it bumping. So, you know, we don't plan on stopping anytime soon, but we'll getting see, into we'll that. See, yeah, we'll see. We'll, I mean, we'll see if you guys can actually keep a sell out a whole stadium for a whole year. 
And then, hey, you know, bro, I, I don't know about that. That's selling out, bro. I, I saw a lot of empty <laughs> seats, bro. I know. Yeah, and you guys are getting new seats, and they're actually pretty nice. I saw a few of them. They look pretty good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the that section. They're implementing the that east side section. Mm. I don't like it, bro. It's, I, it's gonna be empty. It's gonna be one of those like corporate areas. It's, it's like a big suite. I got you. I got you. So you got season tickets to the to the games? Yeah, I got season tickets. I, I work like part time to get. I pay half of it. My parents pay the other half because they usually go with me, and then I usually go to the other half. I got you. Heck yeah, man. Well, we're excited for the season to start. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. Are you done with uh, your Houston segment? Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead. All right, so we'll get into some Austin, man. Um, we got a few. I'm just going to start with the rumors. I mean, with the transfers that we have, no rumors. Uh, we got Leo Weissenden. He's a center back that came in for us. And last season, we had been talking about him, uh, not me and you, but on the show, we had uh, OSG and, and Sunshine on here, so we you know we talked about Leo Weissman and and he actually didn't wasn't didn't come. We ended up getting Ruben Gabrielson, and uh, Ruben Gabrielson actually did depart from the club. We'll get into that, but Leo Weissman he's a he's a, a center back from IF Ellsberg. He's a four year contract through twenty twenty six with a club option for twenty twenty seven. So that's promising. He's excited to be here. Read a little bit up on him. He wants to be here. He he's excited. This is the club that he wanted to come to if he was going to come anywhere. Uh, like I said, we had been in talks with him, so Claudio had talked to him. I guess last season that that helped out. Uh, but there is a deal pending receipt. So th- so as long as the players P one visa and ITC go through, then it's for sure. So there's still a you know. Oh, so it's not for sure. Yeah, it's not for sure. It's crazy, right? Yeah, so it reminds you of that it's like the the Aston Villa deal with Duran. They haven't even agreed to personal terms yet, and they're already announcing it. I mean, could you imagine? Like that would be, oh man, that would be a dagger. Imagine, imagine you you're waiting last minute to get that deal, and then it gets denied. Like, like let's say like a week before, a week before opening day. Which, what exactly, are you gonna do? Exactly, bro. Exactly. Well, I mean, what? Of course, there's center backs that are lined up, but this is the guy that seems to be the replacement for Gabrielson. Once the, I, we we talked about it once January, the European transfer window was to open. We knew that it was going to be possible that he left, or pretty pretty sure that he was going to leave, and he did. He he left. Uh, Leo Weissen, he spent three years with uh, Elfsborg, ninety four appearances, four goals, four assists. He's twenty five years old. And he has 23 appearances for the Finland uh, national team. Pretty good. You know, seven UEFA Nations League matches, six World Cup qualifying matches, one match at the Euros uh, 2020. In 2016 was his professional debut. So he takes up a senior and international roster spot. And and what does that leave you with? How many international slots? Uh, I think we – I don't think we have any. Honestly. All right, so, cause weren't y'all rumored with another center back? So, so I'm saying is, so let's say, let's say hypothetically, that's a good question. Le- I'm gonna have to look that up. That's a good question. Let's say hypothetically, like Leo Weissen in, in a week from now, just they say it's gonna take another month, and so Austin FC is like scrambling. 
you do you think they signed that Turkish center back they were linked with? Well, it, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a good question. It, it's fair. I mean, Kip Keller, you know, Kip Keller is a baller. I th- I think he should get a shot. Uh, I think we should bring in another center back, but I'm not sure if it should be the Turkish center back. Uh, we were linked with that one out of uh, Celtic. Oh yeah, yeah. To me, he, he looked a little a little better than uh, Kurosai. I can't remember the other guy's name, but to me, he yeah, he, I know he you're looked, talking about. Li- yeah, he looked a little better to me. Uh, I, just just personally, but uh, yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, yeah. So so, uh, Redis being rumored to leave. And it's not happening now. Uh, that's because so uh, Diego Serati, he, he which is his agent, came out said that uh, they were in talks with Olympia that they were interested. They had been approached this and that. And then he came out said that none of that was ever true, or that pretty much the talks had never happened. Didn't pretty much say that what he said wasn't true, but kind of just contradicted what he said. You yeah, kind of kind of lied about it. So I mean, it, it's yeah. It's just I'm trying to rev up stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a contradicting of himself. It makes him look like like a liar. The thing with Cecilio Dominguez, whenever all that was happening, he said that you know Cecilio Dominguez was clear, free and clear. And that's who Reyna. No, this is uh, Diego Serrati. This is uh, the, the dude out here, right? No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy. So, we, we you know, so uh, back to Leo Weissman, though. Uh, I think he's going to be great for us. I think he's going to be a starter. I think he's a great percent replacement, 25 years old. He's here for four years. You know, he's going to hit his prime. I think it's good. I think it's great all around, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what we paid for him. Yeah, because it wasn't – I know someone was saying, like, $1.8 million. I don't know about that, but you know, I mean, if if it is one point eight million, that'd be it's pretty expensive. I mean, but it's not even Gaberson money though, so I guess that would be cheap in a sense if he it turns out to be a Gaberson replacement. Yeah, and so and so while we're on the topic, because you said uh, Vicenin was scouting out by Reyna, do you think Reyna stays? Do you think anything happens to Reyna? So, man, I w- I wanted Harry to be here for this one. Cause Harry's the 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 U.S. guy, but yeah, we can we can try to keep it. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, I'm not going to touch on it too much either because, uh, you know that is our you know my club at least. Uh, I'm not trying to be be dirty like that, but it, it sucks, man. It sucks because Claudio Reina he has he has pulled strings for us. You know he's he's a master of puppets in my opinion. You know he if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have C.J. Fodre. He's the one I'm sure who decided on Daniel Pereira, Kip Keller last last season. Like he he's just pulled and the Riusi finding Riusi. I mean, come on, dude. He's he's done well. And New York City, they won their championship off of a team that he built. Also, yeah. So Dado, right, Dado Reina is a he's a he's a great asset to have, and I yeah. hope I hope he should have stayed here. He should have worked on contracts. He should have worked on. He should have done his job here, and let Gio done his job in Qatar, 
and hope you know we we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that he I don't I don't know just the fact that he got involved and um, it can go almost any way, and regardless, it looks bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. So it it leaves a bad taste in people's mouth, especially the Austin haters, the people that don't even want to, you know, deal with Austin that hate on us constantly. You know, you know what I'm talking about. This is just yeah. this is just adding to it, you know. And they're just they're gonna hate on Precourt. They're gonna hate on Claudio. You know, it's, it's not gonna take long before it's uh, you know, Josh. You know, and and I hope Josh. Josh just needs to stay home and not even, you know, mess around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So. Because I remember, I remember it was like Austin FC, Reyna was trending, bro. Reyna was trending. I know. I did see that. I saw that, bro. So, also I want to get into goalkeeper Matt Bersano. We We signed him on a two-year contract. He was a free agent. He takes up a senior roster spot. He played at San Jose. He he um, did play one full match last season, and it was the match where he played us actually here at Austin in Q2. So he's actually felt the energy in a game. We tied that game three to three. We have never beat San Jose. Um, that's frustrating. We need to beat San Jose, but yeah, those that those that one game where what's his name was crying on the side of the field. Trophies. Yeah, the trophies. Yep, so he's he's 30 years old, he's 6'1". I think that, I mean... You think he's just taking turbo spot? Yeah, I, I think he's, he just had a good agent. He just got him the, the spot. Um, well, but he, well, I, if he, I don't think Bersano's that bad. I don't know if you've seen, like, uh, uh, Fabian Rankel. He's always been posted about San Jose. Hmm. But he, like, posted about Bersano had a shit, like, a, like... A really good performance in the U.S. Open Cup, so I guess I guess you could say I I guess you could say he's gonna be a good backup. Well, let's let's hope. I mean, that's what I want. It, that would work out for me. Wouldn't mind it at all. You know, all all the power to him. I just the the older players are what get me. I, I like younger players, but yeah, because don't you got a younger a younger goalkeeper? Yeah, so we got Damian Loss, and then we also did sign another keeper. Uh, I, I'll get into that next week. We'll get into some MLS Next Pro uh, next week because that's a whole other episode too, which uh, will be fun. You know, we'll we'll, we'll make that to a whole other episode. But Matt Brasano, um, we'll see, bro. We'll we'll see where he fits in. I think he's all up in the air right now. It could be Damian Loss, or it could be. Matt Bersano. I like yeah. Damian Loss. Uh, I want I want to see him get a chance. I would like to see him get a chance. He deserves a chance. He's been hustling, grinding hard. So, you know, let's. I would like to see him get a shot, Damian Loss. That's what I would like. Yeah, sure. And then Adam Lunkovist. Uh, I I personally I like pronouncing his last name Lunkovist like that. I think that's the correct way to say it. But he's a yeah, left back Lundqvist. out of you guys, and uh, before before he went to Houston, he spent four seasons at IFL Sport, which is where Leo Weissman, uh just came out of. 
So he was there before Leo Weissman. So they produced some pretty good defenders, which is is good. He had 145 appearances there with three goals, 18 assists. He won the Swedish Cup in 2014. He represented his international team, which is Swedish, which is Sweden, uh, in a few team friendlies. He held a U.S. green card, so no international roster spot. He's 28 years old. He's 5'9", and uh, he does hold a senior, ro- a senior roster spot for Austin FC. Uh, we already kind of touched base on this a little bit. Uh, Gallagher is a starter, in my opinion, if Gallagher is going to stay on that left-back position. Uh, to me, Gallagher just knows the system. He got converted for a reason. He earned the job for a reason. He took it from Komenich for a reason. I don't think Lankovic is going to come in here and just be a starter well, over. Well, do, uh, well, do you think do you think Gallagher's better than Lima? No, not on you the don't? right side. Let let's say let's say do you think as an overall player Gallagher is better than Lima? So I I mean they they just bring different things. I I like having both of them on the field. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like they yeah they both do similar things, but they're strong. Like like Lima he. Lima's a dog, bro. He he's strong. You know he'll he will run his ass off until he has no more fucking ass. <laughs> and uh, Gallagher will do the same thing. And the only the only weakness with Gallagher, in my opinion, is that he gets beat a lot defensively, but he can recover well. That's that's the only thing that saves him is that he can recover really really well. So, um, I mean, I, I guess I, let, let me just see Lunkovis, you know, in, in the starting lineup. And if if it can if it can look like Gallagher hasn't been out of the field or if we look, you know, like we're better or quicker that way, then, yeah, let's do it. But Gallagher, yeah, man, sure. he, he's quick, bro. You know, he, he's he's good at his job, man. He, he earned that position for a reason. He's really good at it. And Nick Lima has – pretty much secured that position too, that right back position. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, you know, I respect, I respect the, uh, everything, you know, out of him, but I mean, I would, I would rather have had a center back come in than a left back. Oh, I'll, I'll take my game. I'll take my game. Yeah. I know you will. I'm sure you will. I mean, y'all better spend it well too. How much game do you guys got now? Well, I think someone said we have because we started off with I think they said one point six million, and then we traded for Arthur, and so I think and then we did a bunch of trades. So I think we have two million plus scam. So we'll see what we do with it because Onstad mentioned that he's trying to get that permanent international slot trade rectified. So we'll see what happens there, but uh, I don't think anything's gonna happen there, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, it has to because it doesn't roll over. So, yeah. If you guys don't use it, you lose it, you know, as they say. Yeah, that's uh, – I think I think, I think, think if we do use it and it's not for an international slot, I think it's going to be for – we're going to get an attack. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what, what position do you guys mostly need? Well – so we, of course, we got that left back home now, but he's been talking about bringing in like a U twenty two for that position or. So so we took a position. starter from you. We took a starter from you guys. Well, so I think the main thing is is 
if Brad Smith was injured, I think he would be starting, but he's not going to be ready at the start of the season. So I think now is is who's going to fill in. How do you feel Brad about Smith? that? How do you feel about bringing in a left back that's not going to start the season and you just let go of your left back? Well, so I think I think we saw that Astro said Lungvis wanted to leave, leave and uh, Onset touched on that today again. He said, I want players who want to play for Houston. If you went out, you can get out, basically is what he said. He said he wanted part of it to be public so it could be clear of why this trade was being hap- why this trade was happening. And so I think the main thing is now what you're looking at is everyone saw, okay, uh, Brad Smith's going to come back half the season. Well, there's already were the rumors that Lundqvist was going to go back to Sweden. So, it's, okay, we'll let go of Sweden. Him, let him go back to Sweden mid-year. Brad Smith is back. And then it just, we have new scenery. He gets new scenery. We get a transfer fee. Everything works out. And so now I think, it's. It feels like we're rushing. It feels like we don't got a plan. But I. I think honestly, we sign a Southern American left back. If I'm honest, someone that can, kind of play like Franco, who can bring the ball up and just cross and just be those, be there in that situation that's needed. Whether it's someone who's more of a converted right back like Dorsey, who went from right mid to right back. I. I'm not too sure, but we'll definitely be bringing in left back. And Onset also mentioned that we'll not be just be bringing a left back, but he's trying to get more depth for outside backs too. So, honestly, if I had to guess, I think we just sign a left back, but I think it's all based on how Brad Smith develops in the next week. But I do think they have a side option just in case. Yeah, I think uh, using that GAM would probably be the smartest idea to get that for that left back position for now. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but but who do they go after? Like, yeah, that's tough. Who are you gonna spend a good amount of game on that that's gonna actually be worth it? Yeah. What what position does that uh, Franco play? The other one? Uh, left wing, left wing. He said he on set said he's gonna play left wing. What What about the guy that y'all just picked up, Escobar? Right from uh... yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be playing like right back, right center back. Right back. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So moving forward with uh, Austin, um, Ruben. Ruben leaves. He uh, goes back to his Norwegian side, Lillstrom. He played thirty three matches with us. The MLS three MLS playoffs matches, two goals, two assists. Those, uh, one of those goals was the LAF the LAFC game. Uh, that was you know historic match for Austin FC. He spent 2009 through 2014 with Lillstrom, uh, initially joining them at 17 years old and became uh, its youngest ever debutant in April of 2009. So he goes back home. Uh, there's family issues. Shout out to We Are Austin TV. They did uh, say that, I guess, some, something well, something had been with the family. So he, he it was better for them to go home. I guess he had to be with family back in Norway. So... He goes back home. Uh, the club, you know, I guess they jumped through hoops to get him back home. So that's respectful of the club. Uh, you know, that, that that shows that if you come here and something like that happens to you, then they're not going to just hold you here hostage, you know, make you miserable. So kudos to the club, man. Yep. Uh, uh, good luck to 
to Ruben. Tomas Pochettino, he gets transferred to Brazilian side Fortaleza Sporting Club. Uh, this is fourth club in four seasons. <laughs> Good luck to you, dude. Good luck to you, man. Uh, that that's pity. I mean, that's come on, dude. Four four clubs, four seasons. That's bad. And he was just at River, so at River Plate. How much did you guys pay for him? Uh, we paid. I want to say like three million for him, or two million. And where he come from, like Pear White as well, or not? He came out of. Uh, he was playing for. Was he playing for Paraguay? I don't think he was playing in Paraguay. He was playing in. Uh... Damn, I can't remember, bro. I can't. I can't remember right off the top of my head. Probably because I don't care too much about <laughs> Tomas Pochettino. He he was he was bad for us, but um, you know, four four clubs in four seasons. That's just hopefully it works out for him. You know, because he has to get it together. If not. Uh, maybe, I mean, what what would the solution it was, be? Uh, it was Talleras. Talleras? Out of where? Yeah. It's like Brazil, I think. Brazil? No, Argentina, Argentina. Argentina. So. Hey, good luck, Tomas Pochettino. Uh, we got a little bit of preseason schedule that got released. Uh, January 16th through 27th, they're in Florida at the IMG Academy at Bradenton. Uh, they'll run into the Philadelphia Union on uh, the 21st of January. That's going to be a closed match. There will be five days in Orlando. Uh, January 27th, they'll play Cincinnati in Clearwater. Then they'll come back home. They'll play at the St. David's Performance Center. They'll have two preseason matches there versus El Paso Locomotive and Louisville City FC, which will be on February 4th. And February 11th. So those are closed. Probably going to show up to Verde Hill. See if you can see. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty far. But if you get there early, you get a good spot. You can see pretty. I mean, not not like like you're all up close, like front row type. Yeah, binoculars. Like that, but if you have binoculars, you can definitely see. You know, the, the people with the binoculars are the ones that got the insight. Like last season, yeah. uh, that's how we found out about Felipe Martins was because of the binoculars. But yeah, yeah uh, sure. supposedly there's a rumored match. Yeah, I heard it here. Uh, you know, it takes ring of fire. There's a rumored match supposedly at Q2 in February, mid-February. I don't know, but I don't know how true that is. Uh, there's, there's rumor, too, that Wrexham – is supposed to be doing a tour around that time. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, you guys let me know what uh you know in the you comment or you know reach out to us on Twitter or whatever. Let me know how you feel about uh, Austin FC Wrexham uh you know mid February. What do you think about that, Sam? You know, I'm not a fan of the whole all these random people becoming Wrexham fans. Like, yeah, I got no problem with you being attached to a club, but to just do it because you watch a TV show, I feel, I feel like yeah, you got that connection, but find, but find a real personal co- connection with another club. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe not the club that everyone's going with. It's that's how that's how I felt when I see random people in 
North Dakota when I saw a bunch of people in North Dakota were watching Austin FC for whatever reason. It makes me wonder, like, why are they going for Austin FC and maybe not Minnesota, who's nearby, something like that. So, or like some somewhere they maybe have like a more personal connect connection. Well, I think it has to do with uh, McConaughey and Ryan Reynolds. Well, if if that's the reason, I think I think that's fine. But I'm talking about all those people who are like, "Oh, I'm just gonna jump on it because it's a TV show, and it can only go up." Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it, I feel you, bro. I feel you. It'd, it'd be good to see. So, and we uh, all got lucky with that hill you you guys gone from the practice field. We gotta <laughs> we gotta climb on top of trucks to be able to see. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do love the Verde Hill. Got a lot of memories over there. Uh, Russell's getting heavy, my son. He's he's getting too heavy to put him on my shoulders. So, um, I don't know. We'll we'll see how how that goes. I might have to get on his shoulders this time. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his season actually starts pretty soon too. So I'm excited for that. But let me get uh, to the end of of my Austin FC. We got. I'm going to end with jersey numbers. So we got jersey numbers that came out. We got a few changes that came out too. Let's see. We got Driussi. He is number seven. He went to number 10. Rigoni, he went from 77 to number seven. And Kip Keller went from number 15 to number four. So those are old players that changed their numbers. Uh, Driussi is number 10. I mean, come on. Of course. You know, Driussi is our 10. Uh, Rigoni as number seven. Mm, prove it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Pro- oh, prove it. I think. Well, I think you give him confidence right there if you're trusting him with the number seven. He's a DP, That's what so needs, I mean, bro. He, he's a D. Yeah, he needs the confidence. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So it's gonna end up he gets subbed out again, and our sleeper agent Uruti's gonna score for <laughs> LAFC in the playoffs again. Ah, uh, chill, chill, chill. Hater. <laughs> so that we got new players that have uh, acquired numbers also. Zardes, he's number nine. Bisonin, number 15. He takes over Keller's, you know, number 15. And Keller takes over uh, Gabrielson's number four. Bersano takes over number 20. Fodre, check out our interview with him. Uh, you know, also subscribe, guys. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way we can, you know, and rate and review our stuff, comment, like our our uh, videos, do all that stuff so we can so we can grow. Uh, but uh, Fodre takes over the number nineteen. He was thinking about either that he wanted the number seven. Obviously, he played number seven in college. Uh, who doesn't want the number seven? But like I said, we got DPS here, so you know they get first first pick on that. He said number forty would be another pick if 19 wasn't available. Uh, reason for picking number 19, though, was because he's 18 years old. He's going to turn 19. I believe in February is his birthday. So he'll turn 19. And uh, so he he figured it'd be a special year for him. So, uh, you know, shout out. Hopefully it is a special year. I'm hoping to see you get minutes in uh, the U.S. Open Cup and all that kind of good stuff. Lunkovis picks up number 21. Uh, Jafal picks up number 22. Uh, Felipe Martins departs, gives freeze up number 22. Uh, you got to, I hope, 
22 is like, you know, that's special for me, you know, because I'm already yeah. 22. So I, I hope he's a good player. I hope he's not uh, a trash player that is playing Austin FC 2. I, mean, I don't even get to see 22 no more on the field. <laughs> but uh, then Ocampo Chavez picks up number 28. Um, yeah. That, that's good, you know, f- for me. No problem there. Bison, number 15, I, I like it. So um, that's all I got for Austin FC, man. Well, Harry. Well, Harry well what's, I'll, what's ask this. I'll ask you this. I know GTA hasn't been at practice. So mm-hmm. so I'll ask you. So regard, let's say GTA gets there in a week. Everything's normal. Who do you think starts, GTA or Zardes? Oh, Zardes starts, man. You think Zardes starts already? Yeah, Straight Zardes up? starts. Yeah, Zardes starts. I think he's going to fall into the system. I, I just think that. Uh, his IQ is just man. It's just far. It's far beyond the strikers we have right now. I think he's going to be a great mentor. I think he's people. The league is going to respect him, you know. And with the way Austin can move this ball, he's just going to add on to the goals, man. Uh, I'm excited to see this first game against St. Louis City, man. I I'm I, I'm telling y'all, it's going to be La Manita again, five something, dude, five zero. We're, we're gonna, yeah, dude, uh, this season is going to be special for Austin, especially if this summer we pick up some some other big, you know, maybe center backs or some big signings in the summer. Yeah, uh, my 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 hot take is let's do something with Alex Ring, bro. Like, like if we if we could get Alex Ring either going, you know, like the way he needs to be or out of the club, then, you know, that, that works for me, but that's my hot take. Alex ring is, he's, he, he's not like, like, wow to me with this, all these players, even Rigoni, but you know, Rigoni's just getting going. Ring's been here, you know, since the beginning, but yeah, man, uh, Harry, his, his power went out, man. His power went out. Uh, and Sunshine, he's in Fort Worth. He's taking the toll road to Frisco right now. So uh could take him a while to get there. Uh, that's all I have for Austin FC. Sam, uh, you know, appreciate you, you know, covering for Houston. I'm excited to get this season going. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Instagram is going to have a lot more content for you guys. Sam's going to be sending stuff. We got Juan in Dallas that's going to be sending us stuff. We got me in Austin. We got Alex that's going to be sending us stuff. We also got uh, Harry that's going to be doing San Antonio atmosphere. El Paso got a badass atmosphere. Uh, Rio Grande, we're going to see if we can get them in the mix. The Stampede, you know, y'all reach out. But, you know, y'all go to Text Ring of Fire Twitter. Y'all, you know, give us some banter. You know, reach out. Sam can handle it. RB22 can handle it. Sunshine, he he won't never respond. So you can tell him whatever you want. You know, Harry, Harry, that dude, he'll be responding to you at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning when he gets up, drink his coffee. So, uh, man, Sam, any final thoughts? Yeah, I got some better for you. Go ahead. Let's see. So so I I saw that match you guys went to, River Plate versus Monterey. Yeah. This this so called, and the you guys are calling this the cap soccer capital of Texas. 
can mm-hmm. fill a match between one of the biggest clubs in Mexico and right. one of the biggest clubs in Argentina. Right. So, so tickets, just what do you think so, about Because so, I know you so went to tickets the game. Started, yeah, so I did go to the game. Tickets started off. I took my mom for her birthday. And unfortunately, yeah. uh, somebody had to ruin her birthday a little bit, you know. But um, the ticket started off at 50 bucks, man. $50. So it's a Tuesday night match. It's beginning of January. You know, Christmas just happened. It's New Year's. All that stuff. They take none of that into account. Marketing for the game was not that great. Didn't really see it anywhere around the socials. Didn't really see it any around the city. Didn't, you know, it's just not that great. So, the, all that being said, for for it not to be Austin, I I mean, I can see why it didn't didn't fill up. You know, I I can see why. But well, so me, but to be fair, well, hold on. But to be fair, you guys can't even fill up your stadium either for a regular, a regular Houston Dynamo game. No, we've been starting. We've been starting. But I think, I think you can't. I think what I'm saying is you guys fill that city. You guys have been said you guys got that season long, uh, sell out streak, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're selling that out regularly, I don't see why. You can't, or at least I'm not even saying sell out. At least make it look full. That game looked empty, bro. It was empty. It was. I think. I think it's 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 the same thing I thought whenever that Bundesliga game happened. It's it's. I saw people talking about it. I saw advertisement all over the place. Even when I was, even though. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, let's do the same thing for for at Houston. If if we do the same thing at Houston, I guarantee it's going to be the same thing. And even then, when they have uh, when they do the the international games there, don't they have them at the Energy Stadium or whatever stadium is called? It, 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 yeah, Energy. It depends. It depends. We had uh, so they don't the even Gold. take you know they don't even take the 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 games to PNC or what Shell, you know Shell Stadium because they, they see they see that Houston can't even sell out their stadium. You know. And for for everyone saying 17k last year average attending, that season ticket holders that there's no way I saw plenty of pictures that there was no way 17k was there on average. Maybe after Acha Acha was there. I say this. I'll I'll say this. I think I think first I'll touch on what you're saying about NRG. So Mm -hmm. I think it's more the bigger. It's the bigger teams that know they can sell more than twenty-two thousand tickets that go to NRG, but also we we host a bunch of those. I don't know if you remember it was like the Concacaf Cup, or I don't know, remember if it was the Gold Cup or what it was. We hosted like Qatar, El Salvador, Honduras. We've hosted Guatemala. All the all those games have sold out, and I know the Guatemala game started at eighty dollars. Well, ticket. our Mexico game sold out, and our uh, USA game, you know those games sell out, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, the clubs, it's it's when it's when it's the clubs like like Monterrey, it's hard. Like like it, it, you're you're right. It's an international stage, but it's not like a country. Like like you have to specifically like Monterrey to go to a Monterrey game here. You know, versus yeah, sure. Mexico. Like if it's Mexico, all you gotta do is be, you could be Americanista, you could be. A, chiv- a chivista, you can be 
rayado, you can be tigre, but it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You're there because it's it's all like the same, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I I think, and then to touch on the other thing about how we can't fill a stadium, I think, I think, I don't think you can use that excuse anymore. We we've, we've been starting to fill it. I know people are gonna say, well, what about earlier in that year, especially that the Austin FC game. That Austin FC game, bro, y'all moved it to, but apparently there was only a thousand tickets left. Apparently around 2,000 people the day before started asking for refunds and stuff like that because of how full, because of how hot it was going to be because of, because there's no shade. I know, I know you've gone to PNC. And, or, I was there for that Shell, game. Shell State. I was there for that game. Yeah. You saw how hot it was. You, it was hot. And, and it was at 12, 12 a.m., bro. A lot of people, I know people who were work, working. I know some of my friends who wanted to go who were working and they couldn't go or they, they had something else to do. So I think it was just a badly scheduled game. And I and I know why they scheduled it at that time, but I don't think you can all right, so justify here, here's, saying. All right, so here's how we're going to end it and here's how we're going to solve the problem, all right? You're going to send me pictures every game. And we're going to see how full the stadium is now. Because we got you to be there now. You know what I mean? So we got you to report it now. So there's no more speculation or me assuming that it's empty, right? You're going to show me how full it is. And I'm, and I'm going to do the same. And Sunshine going to do the same. So we, we'll just yeah, leave we it there. Compare it all. <laughs> we can compare it all. We'll compare it there, bro. All right, man. So you got any, any closing thoughts? Nah, bro, that's it. That's all I got, too, man. So, like I said, give us a follow at um, Text Ring of Fire on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, go listen to us, Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on Spotify. Listen to us on Anchor. We are also on Goals TV. Uh, we're going to do a live stream with them pretty soon. I got to just uh, nail down the date and the time. I'll I'll spread that on Twitter. Um. Rate and review us. Like I said, uh, sub- subscribe. Like this video if you're on YouTube. Uh, it's been fun, Sam. Thank you for your help. Thank you for everything you do. Harry, uh, thank you for everything that you do. Sunshine, Juan, thank you all. Uh, Alex, Alex, been killing it on Twitter. Uh, all the news. So uh, I'm your host, man, RB22. Uh, Sam, bro, sign off, bro. Sam out of Houston, man. We'll see y'all next week. Stay better than my friends. Peace. Peace.